Hello and welcome again to another episode of Star Kids. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> yes, lip trill. Yay. How are you, friend? I'm good. How are you? Oh, wait. We are your friendly neighborhood Star <laughs> Kids, Ari and Terrence. How could we forget? What's up, Star Kids? <laughs> yeah, who else? <laughs> Who else would it be? Can you imagine if it was just like two completely different people? We just acted like it was normal. <laughs> Bernice oh, <man>. and Alfredo. <laughs> anyway. Great. How are you? Um, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm all right. My neck's a little messed up. Back to it's snowing out here in Texas. Ooh. Like there's snow, snow. Yeah. It Is was it one rare degree to here. snow out where you live there in Texas? Yeah. Like, it was one degree here this morning, and it was like five in Chicago. Oh, my gosh. Other <sighs> than that, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I think I just listed off some bad things, but things are going well. It's going well. Yeah. Well, I was wondering, too, because you said, you know, you, ha- you like kinked your neck and stuff like that. And the fact that it is cold probably lends itself to, you know, we all need to be a little bit more careful with right. ourselves because our bodies are just bodies a little are, bit more like i don't know tight and you know when we're not it's just think about like dance class if you're not warmed up you're more likely to like pull something or yeah something's gonna go get you know, kind of wonky make so, sure you stretch guys yeah exactly try and warm yourselves up especially if it's extra <laughs> cold outside but yes today terrence and i've been looking forward to this day for a long time now as I hope you guys are too. If you guys have been confused up until this point, <laughs> like First I know off, what they're trying to do. Thank you for coming back. If you've been confused up to this point, <laughs> can you imagine? They're like, I have no idea what this is, but I'm coming back. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep. <laughs> Thanks, Thank guys. You. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but we're here now Thank to you. break down everything we've learned via our charts. I know right. we kind of. We've poked at our charts a little bit just in explaining everything up until this point. But let's let's see what we can do. Yeah, right. If you, and it's if, funny because you, you and I go over our lot, chart. If you think we've talked a lot so far, ooh, buckle up. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> we're both going to be in our element today when we're talking about this Period. stuff. And we, yeah, and we, we already poke at each other's charts all the time. We're like, that's your, mm, that's your yeah. toys right now, baby. Like, uh-huh, exactly, yeah. We can see when the certain elements of our chart are like coming out, coming out and up or being, yeah, being agitated for sure. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Do we do yours? Do we rock, paper, scissors it? I don't care. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know what? There was a part of me that was like, you know, ladies first. But then I was like, you know, my like stubborn Taurus ass is like, well, then let's do the opposite. <laughs> so I can do yours first. OK, me first. <laughs> All right. Let's pull him up. Uh, So I've got my co-star chart pulled up. Yeah, yeah. It, it's laid out pretty cleanly for my mm-hmm. mind. But the Chani chart you just sent me is like mm-hmm. really intricate and it's kind of fucking me up. So, <laughs> OK, well, I am very used to this layout, so mm-hmm. I can definitely, definitely break this down um, to no one's surprise. Yes, I am going to be using the natal chart um, that you can get through Chani's website. Um, I have that pulled up on my computer right now, so I'm going to go ahead and 
you know, go. Th- that's what I am going through as I'm talking to Terrence about his chart. The things we're going to focus on today are the things that we have already gone over um, in the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we might, you know, just tap on a couple of things uh, that we haven't mentioned yet. Um, one of them being your natal moon phase, which we haven't talked about other than like moon, the moon ruling, you know, certain signs or you know what your moon is we haven't really talked about depending on what uh moon phase you were born under like how that can affect you so it I mean it's pretty much just like straightforward to the point like in her chart she'll just explain like oh you were born under this moon so that this is how you know that can affect you as a person Mm. um so I mean you don't really have to know any other moon phase other than your own you know to see how it affects you i've never heard um, that but term. it's kind of cool moon phase moon phase mm, yeah the moon the phase of the moon mm. <laughs> <laughs> a moon phase <clears throat> it's just a phase it's just a phase of the moon um but yeah it's just interesting that it's like oh if you were born during this this moon phase then you know when that moon phase is in the sky it might affect you a certain oh. way mainly for people that were born under a full moon like myself okay um okay so obviously uh we have talked about you know the core 3 so Terence your uh Sagittarius sun mm-hmm. the fact that our sun signs are both in the 12th house to me i was like whoa <laughs> that explains a lot for now, I guess with my son and Sag, you're talking about an uh, an ego or um, your the identity, identity. Mm-hmm. where you shine uh, is very optimistic and is very nomadic and expansive. Like I literally, Ari knows, like have been and lived in many cities <laughs> in the past <laughs> five or so years. Um, they're kind of uh, characterized by their wisdom. Um how they seek that out through their travels and experiences. Mm-hmm. And also Sag is ruled by Jupiter, um, which is the yeah. planet of expansion. Yep. And literally under in her book, in Chani's book, the first sentence is the sun in this mutable fire sign knows how to roam. And I was like, Terrence, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. Literally the first sentence. I was like, Oh my God, this is Terrence. Drag me, drag me. (laughs) Well, I think, but I think that's so important though, because it's like, you know, you've even mentioned to me before that people are be like, can you just stay in like one zip code? And it's like, you aren't meant to like, yeah, I would feel so much shame around that. Yeah. Yeah. Just being told or just looking back over these past couple of years and being like, was I doing something wrong? And then to have that confirmed with people saying those things. Yeah. You would feel shame around someone making a comment like that, that you're like, and what? So then what I'm doing, is that not right? Like, should I be staying put? But it's like, no, you literally are meant to like move around. To see the world. Yes. And also right now, like we're both like you know, under 28, we're both under 30. So it's like, uh, that's what I would always say whenever we, you know, have conversations about that is I was like, this is what you're supposed to be doing right now. And I'm a person that, you know, right. ended up moving to LA and really his, I mean, now I live in see me, but like I've stayed here, but I still can understand, but you know, that might be because I am a Sag moon moon. Right. Like, so your I internal life is very expansive. Whereas my outer life is. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times if I do feel, oh my gosh, I just realized when you sent me your, um, the screenshot of your chart, it was 11, 11. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so magical. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, I, like if I feel too tied down, um, I'll typically, I will be like, okay, I need to get like a change of scene or like go somewhere. Like, you know, just like do something that makes me feel free just because I can. Yeah. But I think that is a big thing with Sagittarius. If Sagittarius shows up somewhere in your core three, like you're going to relate to what we're talking about right now. That like need freedom. Yes. And that's why the, um, pandemic in this quarantine i think has probably been really hard on people that have sag somewhere in their core three or in other areas of their chart you know that are really um yeah influential on them and their personality um but again i remember learning that and i was just like you know like like we've said many times before it it, it, you are who you are it's about mm -hmm. like self-awareness and and it's about self-acceptance you know and, and, and on that same hand, they can say that Sages can can tend to be pretty reckless. So I think mm-hmm. where I'm at in my life now is trying to balance because my Libra moon it seeks that out often. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like, you know, how can I be as free and uninhibited as I can be, right. but also lay foundations and, 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 and not be too, too reckless. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think I can be guilty of being reckless. And so the goal is not to take sure. the, the the placement and be like oh that's just who i am it, you know right right yeah in part yeah yeah accept yourself but then also know that's not just like the end of it there's right. like you want to accept yourself and love yourself and love that part of yourself but then also be comfortable enough to challenge yourself mm-hmm. as well as go out into the world and coexist with other people who have totally different charts from you mm-hmm. let's keep in mind i'm looking at my channy now all of the gaps I have no Aries placements, I have no Pisces placements, and I have no uh, 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 Virgo placements. Oh, you don't have any Virgo? Oh, no, yeah, no, you have Libra. Mm -mm. And so to me, that that resonates at this point. Um, For example, I think I mentioned on here that uh, I, I... am often asked if I have Virgo placements just in terms of how people see me as like put together and meticulous in terms of like my craft and like how I put stuff out and I was like I have not one but I love Virgos I've always talked about that my best one of my best friends Jelani is Virgo two of my exes are Virgos there's just something Mm. Beyonce and Jay-Z my idols are Virgo and Mm. Sad so like it's something about that dynamic that really meshes well as opposed to an Aries so that's something that's that's, go ahead put together that's Capricorn energy Virgo and Sag no 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 I'm saying uh being put like they're saying like oh you're you are so put together and like I'm like Mm. that's Capricorn that's Capricorn yeah so they're seeing Mm. that but just identifying that with Libra rather than Capricorn right um uh, but and then Aries I think that's one we joke about a lot because I feel like I struggle with it. Yes, it is a fire sign. And so I can re- <laughs> relate to some parts of it. But yeah, yeah, if I'm mutable and Aries is like, I forget which one fixed or. Oh, it's the cardinal because mm. it's the initiator. Right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's. It, it, I've always said that Aries can be selfish and it is in large part 
admirable like there are examples in my day-to-day life where I'm like I wish I could just like yeah yeah say what I want what I'm doing and I give a fuck about what Mm -hmm. everybody you know there's sometimes when it's really admirable but more often than not it is very uncomfortable for me Um, for you Mm, yeah yeah that type of energy just like just just really unconcerned with anything outside of their out of their sphere that's just how I've come to experience that energy and um the last one Pisces my mom is a Pisces I think that's one that I've struggled with in the same ways that I've struggled with Aries but unlike Mm. Aries I've come to respect and just appreciate that you know so Mm -hmm. those gaps in though in that chart tells me that those are energies you need to harness you know because they're not going they they clearly aren't going to come to you easily I also do not have Leo in my chart um but that is an energy that is like my yin and yang so if I find if in the same ways in which I find myself not really resonating with Aries often I Mm. almost always will fuck with a Leo it's just something you know and I I do think that pop astrology has demonized that particular sign like they have Scorpio and you know just other ones but Leo a lot of people just say that they're just full of themselves and like just are overbearing and like you know, intimate spaces, don't really know how to mm-hmm. share. And I, I, you know, there's kernels of truth in that, but I, I think I resonate with Leo's is sense of optimism. They've yeah. really got like a, and, and, they're, and they're just, I think I'm, I'm admittedly like not easily impressed. I think Leo's <laughs> are some of the most brilliant minds I've met. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for sure. I, don't, I don't know what y'all be talking about, but y'all need to find y'all a Leo. That's all I got. To say. <laughs> What is it? Maybe I just is it like they just can't hang with Leo energy? Because I don't. I love Leo energy, and that and I don't want to disrespect anybody, but that's what it translates to me in my mind. They'll mm-hmm. go on and on and on about their ex or something that you know that made them feel insecure, and I'm like, well, you need to deal with that on your own end. Like if you want some beta shit, then that's what that is. But yeah, and you can't. I mean, there's positive positives and negatives to every sign. Like I, I'm I'm trying to think of like what so you're never gonna date a leo again like <laughs> what do you mean I guess. like i don't know yeah, yeah. I, I don't know um i did find a part though that i wanted to read real quick please the symbol for sagittarius is the centaur holding a bow and an arrow aimed at the truth your mm. sun in sagittarius is that arrow fired into space aiming for the ultimate answers to life's deepest questions and on a quest to discover what to believe in and how to uplift and encourage everyone you encounter I think that's very accurate to you that like you are constantly reading, you are constantly, you know, trying to get information from the most accurate source of information. And I think that's something that like I really relate to, but you are definitely like on that. I feel like that definitely connects right into how your identity to me, you know, observing you, how I'd agree many years we've been friends. Almost 10, bitch. Oh my god, that's so weird. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you Isn't stuck that with crazy? Me. It is. Yeah, next year it would be ten. And then it also says, moving in all directions, your sun in Sagittarius may make it so that you have a hard time choosing, but you're also more likely to have the stamina for many things at once. And I think that that reminds me of conversations that we've had where you've said like, I just I need to just figure out what I want. Like I need to sit down and just like sort 
through this. And I think that's another thing I relate to also having Sag in my, in, you know, my core three that I'm like, I know when you, when you have a moment where you say that, like, I just don't know, like how to explain, to to form words to explain like what's happening in my head. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. So I'll just like wait and give you the space. I'm like, yep, I know exactly what <laughs> and, you're and saying. And once it starts coming, or there'll be times when we'll be on the phone yeah. and I'll just shut down and be like, I don't want to talk about it. But if you give me enough space to like, <laughs> the the waterworks will come for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and that's it's so interesting because since that shows up in my moon, that's when how I feel that it's like an internal thing that I go through. It's all internal. Ooh, Ooh, it's so interesting. It's so I love I love it so much. I just got a little chill. Um <laughs> I know. I love astrology so much, man. Um, so for Terrence, uh his son is which is your identity, is in Sagittarius, uh, which is buoyant and positive style, and that is in the twelfth house, which is the house of hidden life, secret, sorrow, and loss. Right. And your moon, which represents your body or your internal self is in Libra, which is accommodating and justice-oriented style, and that is in the 10th house, which is the house of career and public roles. That resonates. I think that's correct. Mm-hmm. When I think about... So first, you know, I told you the story of how we, I came to get my natal chart, and the, I think we were mostly concerned with my moon sign because I already knew that that was, like, yeah. what I needed to know after my son. I thought I was a right. cancer. Alasia and I, my friend, we were like just kind of guessing what I could be just off of our observations of myself. And we just knew I was going to be a cancer. But Libra makes much more sense in terms of how partner oriented I am. Like if my Mm. sad son is like very like uh, individualistic and just solo dolo, I really just want a partner. (laughs) I just want a man to come home to. Um, And when I think of my career, I do think of. I, I, I think that I'm going to find my most fulfilling relationships via my career. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I yeah, I, I, I resonate with my Libra moon much more than <laughs> cancer. Now that I've learned <laughs> can, what cancer is um, in her book, she said, you are adept at establishing connections, making others feel witnessed and extending yourself out to those in need. You get your needs met in part by being likable. However, when your emotional needs are reliant on being in partnership with others, you can experience a lot of anxiety when necessary and needed conflicts arise. You might be so sensitive to disagreements that you contort yourself into all manner of shapes to compensate. And how many times have we talked about that? That like you would leave a situation and call me and be like, I just didn't even like I didn't even feel speak like up I for could myself. Speak. I yeah, couldn't set yeah. a boundary. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. get on the phone with you afterward and run my mouth about all I should right. have done, but why can't I do it in real time? Right, you know exactly. Yes, you're like, oh, this is what I should have said, or this is what I wish I would have said, but in that moment, I just but froze I'm up. But I'm so concerned with like taking care of everybody else, yeah. and I, I hate conflict. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm back into a corner, I think I got what it takes, but trust and believe I'm going to avoid it. At, but yeah. I, I create conflict by avoiding it. You're never yeah. going to not have to set boundaries with anybody. I, I've learned right. that recently. Like, right. Uh, yeah and and so yeah it's good to be partner oriented but it's also good good for that to come from being my own best friend friend first right and how that affects you differently because it is in your moon like it's such an internal thing yeah 
you see how this Sag and Libra can kind of like bump heads oh, a little yes. bit? Yes, because that's exactly what happens for me with my Taurus sun and sun. my Sag moon. Right. Oh, right. Er, yeah. Just, mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I really, I, I really, I totally understand. <laughs> In and a different way, but so similar. And this is a good example of now, now the houses are starting to make a little more sense to me. If yeah, mm. Libra being in that house of success. Yeah. Okay, so now I can compartmentalize it and be like. Yeah, yeah. And it's all internal, not external. It's not connected with your identity. It's connected with your body and your like internal self. So, so somebody that, that lives with me or you or, you know, my future man is going to know this mm-hmm. in comparison to say just yeah. an acquaintance or a coworker. Yes, but then your rising sign, Capricorn, disciplined and self-restricting style. Oh, it's so interesting. Boom, like look, I'm exactly what my you head. told boom, me. Boom, boom. Yeah, exactly what you told me. Then other people see you as that. But you're so put together and you're so this, you're so that. And you're, you you present is so this or this is how I see you. Yeah, they're seeing that Capricorn energy like 100%. That's what yeah. they're seeing. And I'm a mess. But you're like, you're I'm like, a mess. I'm a Libra. <laughs> you're like but i'm a libra like that's how i feel that's how i always feel like i'm like no one yeah. sees me as a sag but that's how i feel that's how i feel right. like you would definitely be someone that's like oh yeah no you're a sag like i see you as a sag mm-hmm. but if you for if you only see me like out and about and you're not we're not really like i don't know in like a more private intimate setting like you don't really you're gonna get that gemini and you're probably gonna get some of that taurus but you won't really see the Mm. the sag until a little bit later so true i wonder um, if the people in my life can like attest to this like mm, that's the side yeah. of you i don't get but that one is mm-hmm. yeah that rising yeah. is a very traditional um safe conservative um mm-hmm. i guess we can put the put together in there again just that um, it's disciplined and self-restricting like self-restricting, i think that's a perfect yeah. way to describe it um Going back to the little blurb about uh, Libra Moons, though, uh, she also says, having a difficult time confronting the people you love is par for the course with this moon. So is feeling plagued when faced with the need to choose between options, people, or main courses at dinner. Reminding yourself to prioritize, <laughs> prioritize your needs above all else should be a daily practice. And I just think of, like, sometimes, <laughs> that one time we went through the Taco Bell drive-thru. <laughs> There's too you were like i don't i don't know there's too much <laughs> you were like are you okay i was like i was like i was about to lie and i was like on? actually no i'm not i was like i'm good yeah just you were like something. no i just got you were like oh no i just got overwhelmed and i was like oh that's okay i was like i can rec-. and then of co- immediately i'm like i can recommend something like do you want <laughs> and look i, I don't like, get anything else other than that crunch wrap supreme <laughs> yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm looking at my chart and in it so sag is also my mercury oh okay libra is also my jupiter Mm -hmm. and capricorn is also my uranus and my neptune now the uranus and neptune is generational so for example Mm -hmm. aries will be the same yeah um mercury is how you communicate communicate that that resonates with me. Mm-hmm. Um, Jupiter is the how you create abundance. Okay, accommodating, just justice oriented, and it's probably going to show up in your 
either like your career or your whatever your public role, whatever you feel like your public role is. But I think you also have to have a sense of freedom in that. So it's like you're not going to get there by a nine to five work day. Like that's not for you. It's not y'all. Oh yeah. Lord, it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not for you. That's like, <laughs> and, that, and that, that's, that's why this is so helpful. Cause it's like, oh, well I am in a nine to five job and I literally feel like I'm, I'm trapped burnt out yeah. every weekend. Yeah. Or I feel like I'm trapped or I just dread getting up in the morning and going to work. Well, maybe that's not for you. Like, and that's the whole point. Like, that's why this is so helpful because it can help you identify those things. I've been happier this last year in the beginning of this one and not directly correlated with not working that nine to five Mm -hmm. anymore. Mm hmm. Yeah. Finally doing what I want to do with my day creatively, professionally, nothing at all, (laughs) you know. Right. And remember, once again, this is uh, for our listeners, that in astrology, the planets are described as the who, and then the signs are the how. Mm. So that's like the best way. Mm. And then if we were going even deeper, going into the houses, the houses are the where. So like where it's going to show up for you in your life. Write that down. Yeah, exactly. Planets are the who. Signs are the how. Houses are the where, which once again, that is Channy. <laughs> Thank you, Channy. <laughs> Thanks, um, Channy, girl. I did want to, I know we have already talked about your Capricorn rising, but I did want to mm-hmm. read a little bit about that too, because. Please. Ooh, so good. Capricorn's sharp sense of irony allows you to accept life on life's terms. Unfazed by the latest craze, your Capricorn ascendant can appear as a grumpy, gray-haired wise one to the world. Ha! Adolescence, right? <laughs> Adolescence is an uncomfortable condition for Capricorn. This Saturn-ruled sign does much better with age. Youth has many an enviable quality, but time is a teacher that has no, com- no competition. Mm. Capricorn is concerned with the kind of rigorous training that demands lifelong learning. And with this ascendant, you'll be known for your ability to age well. You are motivated to go after the pearls of wisdom that never fade in their luster. Your ability to focus on a goal and attain it is outdone by no one. Capricorn doesn't need comfortable conditions to thrive. You don't need special treatment, though you're never one to turn down an accolade, certificate, or societal recognition of effort. Think about how you were the, like your senior class speaker. And how oh, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, that was great. But like you did, you didn't necessarily attach that to like your self-esteem where I feel like I really would have struggled with that. I struggled yeah. with things like that. I remember um, being prom king as well and being like, oh, for real? Like, yeah, yeah. Let's go to that's IHOP. such a good quality to have. Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. good. The last bit I wanted to read was mm-hmm. known for your emotional self-containment. You'll generally need to explore your own vulnerabilities in solitude. Ruling the bones and skin, your Capricorn ascendant thrives when knowing the rules, boundaries, and shapes of a relationship. When distorted, Capricorn is master of self-restriction, self-denial, self-rejection, and self-punishment. This is a sign that needs to remember how to let love, pleasure, and kindness in, especially when you feel that you have failed at a task. So I think like, yeah, like how intensely you can beat yourself up or like feel shame like that's just because of that capricorn rising part of you and so Mm -hmm. it's 
just basically saying like, yeah, really get clear about those boundaries. Really be clear. That's all about we talk what about. It, yeah, yeah. Bound. It was. It says. It said the rules, boundaries, and shapes of a relationship. So just like you got to be. It's like you got to be clear and. Yeah, I've been I, practicing I've heard that. You talk about that. Yeah, and I that feel good. Like, like, yeah, yeah. I, I should have been doing this. Yeah, this yeah. This is also yeah. not the first time um, a, 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 a site or a, a resource has told me that I'm going to enjoy my adult life much more than mm-hmm. I enjoy. My, and I, 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 I had a decent childhood, I'd say, but I even said to my therapist uh, last session that, yeah, I'm only slightly mourning the loss of childhood. Mm-hmm assuming that yeah. it's officially over and I'm now faced with the rest of my life as an adult. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting this shit together, learning yeah. myself. And, and, and yeah, I think my adult life's going to be much better than it should be. You only got like a couple of years of your childhood and then the rest of your life is adulthood. Yeah. And also you probably just had like this sense of intellect and awareness that is a child, like your brain isn't I couldn't, even fully developed. I can connect developed. to anybody. Yeah. yeah. Your brain isn't even fully developed to really like fully grasp that until and you're I older, did. you know? Yeah. Especially that, that, what was it? People said Virgo. They identified that as Virgo. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mm-mm. yeah, that nah. is. And Capricorn. they call, you know, they call me a grandpa and an uncle now anyway. So uh, the last thing I was going to talk about though was the ascendant ruler which is the mm-hmm. direction that your life is steered uh your ascendant ruler is saturn um which connects to how and where you create boundaries so once again hmm. here we are like boundaries are so important they show for up me. in in different yes for you they show up for everyone but for you specifically boundaries show up in so many different areas of your you know core three and other areas of your chart that are really that carry a lot of weight um and it's in aquarius so intellectual and definitive style in the second house in the second house identifies with one's assets resources and livelihood so basically to sum that all up you need to be very self-sufficient. That's something you take a lot of pride in. That's something that's very important to you. You don't want to be having to depend on anyone else. Yeah. Being able to like support yourself and provide for yourself is something that is like necessary for you. Wow. If other people, you know, it's like, oh yeah, that'd be nice. But you're like, no, that is a must. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The two lessons of my life at this moment, I would say are setting boundaries with everyone in my life because mm-hmm. I have to. And, and it's good for you and good for them. It for takes them. care of both people. Yeah. yeah. And finding a place of my uh, my own apartment. I have been mm-hmm. fortunate to have many friends such as Ari who have lent me their homes many times. And it's been great. But it is not the same as the idea having and the feeling space, of yeah. having my own space. So those are the two things I care about. They just said that um, I need privacy and solitude. That's also what I'm learning about. I'm not really mm-hmm. interested these days in keeping up with the kids and uh, yeah. yeah, just telling everyone everything just because... Yeah. Mm-hmm. because it's not enough to just tell it to myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is directly connected to the Sag energy and the uh, Capricorn. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I wanted to say before we moved on that I really think you do a good job of identifying what is not in your chart. And I need to get better at that. 
the energies mm. that are missing from my chart, I don't, I don't even know what they are. I couldn't even tell you, you know what I mean? Um, the last thing, the last thing I wanted to mention on your chart was your, your moon phase that you were born under. Yeah. I, yeah. Teach me about this one. <laughs> So you were born under a last quarter moon. So a half full moon is half full born under this phase. You become a master of getting rid of what is no longer needed. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. (laughs) Highly critical and discerning. It's helpful for you to find things to take apart in order to not be needlessly destructive. With a highly developed skill for pinpointing what is wrong, try to equally uphold what is useful and worth praise. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a cutter off. I'm an eraser. And that's sag- sages are known for that too. Yeah. That like ghosting. And things are worth <laughs> and things are worth keeping. People are worth keeping. Mm-hmm. And you know the ones that are not. That too. Just that, like you were, you're the one that always said, you know, it's not a match. And I love, I still love that phrase to this day. Like there's no negativity or like negative feelings towards you, but like it's, if someone just isn't a match for you, it, they're not a match. Right. There's a match somewhere. It's just not here. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I'm definitely going to look more into that. Um, the last thing I probably want to mention, because yeah. yeah, we've got, I got my, you know, Aquarius and my Venus, yeah, other signs in there, but as far as the main three, uh, but the North Node is something oh, that yeah. after my core three, I really dug into. Uh-huh. It is your destiny. It is what you are in this lifetime. What are you here Ooh. in this lifetime to learn? Okay. And it is the opposite from your South Node, which is, so if your North Node is what you're here for in this lifetime, your South Node is what you were here for in your past lifetime. Yeah. So my North Node is in Sag, mm-hmm. um, which means in this lifetime, I am here to learn everything that we just said about Sag, how to be a Sag. Yeah. Know, whereas my south node is in gemini so every sign has an opposite yeah so if you if sad the opposite of sad is gemini so that's why i get along with that energy well um but i'm nece- not necessarily here in this lifetime to learn how to be here and there and mm. everywhere i'm here to filter through focus get a bird's eye view of everything fuck the details what's the bigger picture mm-hmm. and, and what I do you need that that to really do to be free me. for you not mm-hmm. anyone else now, because I have Sag as my literal sun sign, it's not that hard. You know, sure. if it was something mm-hmm. different, then I'd have a, a hard, a, a, I have a, an interesting lifetime. But I, mm. I must say that when I read my North Node, I was like, I'm, I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm cool. That's, that's already my focus. Right. Um, my teacher, one of my favorite teachers told me one time, like, I think we were in that same class, um, the African-American one. Oh, African-American like, I really appreciate. Lit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, he, the teacher noticed how the rest of the class kind of belabored with specifics and details that were mm. interesting, but not yeah. necessarily driving home the point of what we were talking about. And okay. I would always sw- swoop in at the end and just kind of like sum it up. Yeah, you would I, do I that. that. That's yeah. kind of how I, that is kind of how I communicate. It's yeah. like, all right, all of that was interesting. So what all of this means is blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he was like, I love that. Yeah. He's like, you're A not concerned with details. And that was years ago. Um... The last one I'll say is my Venus in Aquarius. Oh, yeah. The last thing you read from Chani um, was about like, yeah, just like the letting love and pleasure 
mm, I, I definitely yeah. am learning in my adult life. You know, and we're talking about a gay black male in America. Mm-hmm. So it, it, there are external forces Absolutely. that assist in this. Um, but I, I think I have like suppressed my need for pleasure and told myself that I don't really need those things when the truth is I do. Yeah. I really want those, you yeah. know. So with my Venus and Aquarius, how I love is a very detached type of love. It is a very it's not the it's not the typical display of romance. Um so for example, I my last partner um whose son is in Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Uh we 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 had some struggles in our relationship and it wasn't until I learned all of this and I saw him last Halloween, you know, by this time we're definitely not a thing. Um, that I was like, yeah, I think my 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 love for you was displayed via mm. our intellectual stimulation and just how like uh, self sufficient we both were. Yeah, you know, because you are I, very I'm, attracted I'm, to people that are very intellectual and intelligent. Like that's that sexy turns to you. me yes. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, whereas he was looking for his type of love languages, if you will, right. like stuff then that was more physically, you know uh attached and right just you know it was stuff that i'm not stuff that i have to learn mm-hmm. you know um and so I, I i carry that venus aquarius with me in my dating life when this happening right. and, and just stuff and just so i can let that person know like the last dude i talked to you know it was very we dated i i respected that relationship just because we dated like mature adults yeah. in terms of meeting each other and being like this is who i've learned myself yeah. to be at this point right can you deal with that right you know, and i told him i was like hey you know i'm not really physically a physical dude yet and i don't really come from that background like this is how i love yeah and he was like all right i dig it this is how i love <laughs> i was like all right yeah, and see how great that is that you both were able to identify those things about yourselves and just be like, mm-hmm. yep, this is where I'm coming from. That's where you're coming from. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Self-love, man. Exactly. If, if to know another person is to love them, then of course to know yourself is to love yourself. Yeah. And that is, that's radical. Like, I just wanted to give myself a hug right now. Aw, uh, yeah, me too. And I think that's the perfect note to end on, unless there's anything you wanted to talk about really quick. No, nah, I'm feeling pretty aware and and and, and lovely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can feel your awareness from here. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, all right. Well, next week we're gonna be diving into my chart. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna read her for filth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be red, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right. Perfect. Well, we will see you guys uh, next week for that episode. Until then, look to the stars. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) y'all. For more shows like ours, head to our network, The Ampliverse. You can check out their website, theampliverse.com, and follow at The Ampliverse on all social media platforms. Discovering voices, building worlds, The Ampliverse.